everyone. This is Greg Drivenstead, Editor-in-Chief at Rider Magazine, and your host for the Rider Magazine Insider Podcast. Our guests today are Nancy Gerloff and Mark Augustine, the husband and wife team behind Mimi and Moto, the Motorcycle Monkeys, a children's book series that introduces little kids to the world of motorcycles. Their first book, The Adventures of Mimi and Moto, the Motorcycle Monkeys, was published in 2016. In 2019, Nancy and Mark released their second book, Mimi and Moto Ride the Alphabet. That same year, Mimi and Moto took first place at the Motorcycle Industry Council's gas tank competition at AIM Expo in Columbus, Ohio. And this year, they released their third book, Mimi and Moto's Magical Meteors, First Gear. Nancy and Mark, welcome to the show. Hi, Hello. Greg. Well, I know you guys have got uh, several books uh, that I want to talk about, um, you know, and uh, what's exciting about talking to you guys now is I just went to the IMS Outdoor Show over the weekend. Um, they have the, the Kid Zone with the Striders there. The, uh, the CEO and founder of Strider uh, gave a, a talk, Ryan McFar McFarland. He runs the All Kids Bike Program, trying to get bicycles into schools so kids can not only learn to ride bicycles, but ho hopefully um, become motorcyclists someday. And really it's getting kids excited about motorcycles at a young age is really important. And I know things like story time and reading before bed is important. And you guys have uh, a series of uh, children's book about Mimi and Moto, the motorcycle monkeys. So how did that get started? Yeah, Greg, uh, back in 2015, Mark and I, we were, uh kind of uh, having a good outing on a farm and we were just brainstorming how can we how can we combine our passion for motorcycles and um, our passion for uh, kids um, how can we combine those two things and we started to think about um, our daughter and she was the inspiration for Mimi and Moto uh, so our daughter called herself Mimi and we thought it was funny and then that gave the name to Mimi but then we thought about how can we um, engage little kids and motorcycles. And we tried to find books to uh, have our daughter read motorcycle related books, but they, we didn't find anything good. So we decided to um, start a book, which is Mimi and Moto, The Adventures of Mimi and Moto, The Motorcycle Monkeys. And uh, that was our first book. So that was very successful. That was a 2016. And now coming down the road, we already are uh, finished with our third book. So. Mimi and Moto have grown up a little bit. Uh, they, you know, they were kind of different in the beginning. Now they have morphed into something more exciting and it's a chapter book, this new book we have. Um, it came out this year and we encourage everyone, you know, uh, to go on our website and check it out. It's currently not printed yet, but it's on as a Kindle version. So, yeah. Well, I know when your first book came out, uh, that was 2016. I remember the, it was December of that year. I got a hard copy of the book uh, to review. And I have a little niece who lives locally. And, um, you know, whenever I go over to her house, I'm usually pulling up on a motorcycle and I've got my helmet and I've got my big Aerostitch suit. Looks makes me look like a spaceman. And I sat down with her and read the book. And what I thought was great is that uh, the book was had um, both male and female characters, and it introduced different styles of, of motorcycling. It wasn't just, you know, about um, sport bikes, or it wasn't just about cruisers or bikers, but it was about a different 
Uh, it was about the whole range of motorcycling. And so how did you, what is it the message that you were hoping to sort of um, share with kids and, and the world when you got this, uh, this, you know, your first book going? You know, I, I think certainly by design at the very beginning, we didn't want to pigeonhole Mimi and Moto into just one sort of riding style. It was really important for us to to start creating a brand that really appealed to, you know, the entire spectrum of motorcycle riders. Uh, you know, we did our best in the uh, adventures book to try, I mean, dirt bikes, sport bikes, choppers, cruisers, got a sidecar in there and, and really tried to, you know, funny enough in, uh, in the 11 spreads that are in the book, we did our best to try to work in as many as we could. The fun thing when we did the alphabet book was we had 26 pages. So we really had a chance to to drop in even more of those little sort of sub genres of the riding community. And I think that's really been uh, very important to us from the very beginning, which was to keep Mimi and Moto um, appealing to everybody out there. And it also from the standpoint of what we're doing, it's allowed us to go anywhere. Uh, you know, we can have uh, a big uh, at a Moto America race, uh, uh, you know, we've done flat track, we've done motocross, uh, vintage festivals, and certainly I think from a brand standpoint, you know, it just made a lot of sense to make sure that the characters uh, were riding every possible kind of bike that we could possibly imagine. Sure. So how does a, you know, I've never written, uh, written a children's book, I've read plenty of them, but how does that, I mean, did you two write it and then uh, who took care of the illustration for you for these books? Nancy? So yeah, they, I mean, it's very short. So the first book was pretty easy. It was 11 pages, I think, or 11 sentences. So I think um, you just start, you know, what you're comfortable with. And we were, you know, we were diving into it, not knowing anything. So first you kind of have to connect with an illustrator. You have to find somebody to help you develop the characters. So the major thing you as an author do, you give the direction and you work with the illustrator on drafts and then you review those drafts. And then if you find a happy place, um, the drafts become real and then they are colored. And there's a lot of back and forth with the illustrator in the beginning, but it gets really to be a, a smooth process. I feel in the end, we were really in a happy place where the we could, you know, really be as cute as possible, make the eyes pop. And we knew how children work when they're really young, uh, one and up and maybe until four, they're really drawn to large eyes, you know, not a lot of text, more bright, uh, simple um, graphics. So then we developed the second book and we targeted it towards a little bit older children so kind of school age starting um, maybe kindergarten short sentences but still we wanted to rhyme one of the biggest things our daughter loved to do is to rhyme um, and listen to rhyme and then also uh, there are a lot of kids books as you notice when you read them which have rhymes in them so and we used the motorcycle words and we did the abcs which is another part of our inspiration is to not you know we wanted to teach kids, but having a fun experience while doing so, and even have fun for the parents. So when you notice, you read the ABC book there, there are a lot of hidden things in there, which maybe adults might pick up or the kids might pick up. So there's just a little bit of, uh, you know, um, those hidden objects in there. And I think this was fun for us. And then, you know, again, we 
kind of uh, Mimi and Moto grew up a little bit more and now they they do you know they do adventure so they do real stories so they're in you know have their friends and they speak so they become actually alive now in our third book they can speak so which is a huge difference so we also I think over the years we develop ourselves and being just better every time um, we sit down we even you know as a husband and wife team this is not always you know very amicable sometimes there's fighting going on I don't think this works I think this works so you know it's a creative process so it's very sure. um engaged sure so you know like I said, you with the you mentioned that how the uh me the adventures of Mimi and Moto the first book uh was very short it was uh, 11 spreads and that was really kind of an introduction to what motorcycles are and I know when I read it with my niece I was like wow this is really cool because I'm a motorcyclist and I'm an adult and I don't remember books like this when I was a kid and and um and then uh, of course you said that with the next book it was basically using the two characters Mimi and Moto and they go through the alphabet so that's you know I guess if you were learning to read and you're learning how to put uh, words and sentences together so uh, tell us about like what what is the with the third book what is the what is the story or subject line of of uh, the third book it's Mimi and Moto what is it the the uh, the working well I mean it's not the working title the title is a uh, Mimi and Moto's magical meteors and that is the series name and this first installment is called appropriately enough first gear uh, you know one of the things that we really were uh, adamant about in contemplating what we were going to do for a third book was um, as wonderful as much as we enjoyed the first two books what those first two books aren't our stories uh, you know we needed to create a world for Mimi and Moto you know, one of our big things Greg uh, and this is all the way from the very beginning of the process uh, was to figure out a way you know we, our goal is uh, certainly to get Mimi and Moto animated in some capacity um, to do that uh, once you start having those kinds of conversations with that people in that world they want a story right so um that's what we really sat down and thought about like how do we come up with a a, a sort of an idea for it so we kind of kicked around and the the sort of the synopsis of it is that a, a magical meteor made of motorcycles crashes into earth and the next day when the animals wake up they are magically transformed into motorcycle riders uh except for uh two gorillas who somehow are stuck in a car and we've uh, appropriately named them Mr. and Mrs. Cage. And uh, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Cage have uh, ill intent and not good ideas for the meteor and uh, Mimi and Moto along with uh, Bella and Bailey who are their cat and dog friend are on a mission to protect the meteor from the cages, uh, which uh, they do successfully do without giving away any of the story. And then, um, you know, certainly the idea is, you know, our goal is to get to sixth gear. So there is a sort of a loose, the, the book ends, but it kind of leaves some things dangling at the end. And, uh, and that is really the goal uh, to get to second gear and third gear and fourth gear and fifth gear. I, I don't think from a, from a book standpoint, um, you know, maybe a little bit different than the alphabet book. We really didn't go into uh, first gear with any real agenda as far as trying to, you know, put all these ideas in there and lessons. And actually, I think in a couple early versions, I think Nancy was the one who kind of pointed out a couple things and she says, oh, that kind of sounds a little preachy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we really, really went for really just trying to write something that was fun. We yeah. wanted it to be fun for kids to listen to. Uh, we wanted it also, 
I think as we work on the brand, we certainly are cognizant of um, Mimi and Moto has to appeal to kids, but it has to also appeal to the parents and the adults. And uh, one of the things that we wanted to do is have it be a book where as, as adults and parents are reading it to the kids, they're having fun uh, as the kids are listening to it. And uh, so that really was, you know, sort of the, the genesis for that idea. We wanted to create a world, make it a lot of fun. And, uh, and really, I think also from a creative standpoint, as Nancy was alluding to, um, you know, this is a very creative process for us. And I, you know, if you're creative and you're not taking some chances, um, trying to do some things that are uh, different, uh, I mean, it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit daunting, I think, for both me and Nancy from the standpoint of um, putting something out there that is, uh, you know, we, you know, we're certainly hoping people are going to love it, but when you write 13,000 words, uh, you know, some people will dig it, some people won't, but uh, we really just tried to have a lot of fun with it, tried to make it moving and whatnot, and, um, and that was really the idea for, uh, for first gear, and hopefully, we, uh, the fingers crossed, we get to sixth gear. Awesome. So what I'm curious about is, you know, like I said, your first book came out in 2016. Uh, the second book, the alphabet book, was in 2019, and um, your third book in 2021. How's been the reception within the industry? I know in uh, 2019, Mimi and Moto won first place in the Motorcycle Industry Council's uh, gas tank competition, which was uh, must have been, uh, it was great to receive that at the AIM Expo in, in uh, Columbus, Ohio. But, um, you know, how are you getting the word out in the industry? What's the reception been like? Man, you know, I, I got to say, you know, I think when we started the journey five years ago, uh, you know, we had no clue what we were doing, uh, you know, going back to your earlier question. I mean, we, we didn't know how to put together a book or, or what it took. And so we've certainly learned a lot. Uh, you know, I, I think the uh, and Nancy, you know, can kind of throw her opinion out about this. But, man, it's been awesome. You know, we've got uh, you know, you were mentioning uh, we know Ryan McFarland over at Strider. Um, he's been uh, we talked to him very early on in the process. Actually, every time we sell a book, we've got a stack of all kids bike flyers here at the house and those get dropped in. Awesome. Uh, we, we've got uh, Ovale flyers that we drop in there. We've got Stasic flyers that we drop in there. You know, uh, what's been really cool, too, is uh, Mimi and Moto has opened up a lot of doors for us um, and especially uh, from my end professionally. So. Um, you know, we got invited in 2019 to manage the kids zone for Moto America. Um, we did that in 2019. We didn't do it in, in 20 or uh, last year uh, or this year just because of all the COVID stuff. So I'm hoping sure. that we kick that up again in uh, next year. So, you know, great relationship over there with Moto America. Uh, they sell our books and we have a co-branded T-shirt in their merchandise booth. Uh, similar arrangement that we have with uh, American Flat Track. They've got our books in their merchandise booth at the races. Uh, they're selling some of our t-shirts. Um, so we're constantly trying to build relationships. And, you know, a lot of it is just meeting people. Um, we, I got a chance to get to know Michael Hill uh, this year with Moto America, working at the podium over there. Obviously, he's uh, with Moto America and World Superbike. Chatting with him about how to try to get Mimi and Moto over into Europe. Uh, chatting with him about some of the race teams that he's working with. You know, it, it's just, uh, it's just every year has been actually very different. Uh, I remember what it was like the first year and this past year and with all the stuff going on has been very different. And I, I would, I think we'd expect the same thing. Uh, but I think overall, yeah, we, we've been uh, very blessed with the relationships that we've been able to build in the industry for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. That's well, again, I think that it's probably speaks to the, um, 
unmet need, you know, for books like this that are really, again, you know, um, to get the next generation interested in motorcycles for, um, you know, the, the terms to where, you know, adults have a way of talking about things in adult language, but, you know, when you can, so when dad's talking about his dirt bike or going out for riding with his buddies or, or, you know, whatever it may be, mom and dad go out and ride motorcycles, the kids may be fascinated by them, but to, um, to be able to put that in kind of the, the, the language and sort of uh, interests, like I said, you've got these two playful monkey characters, uh, you know, that, uh, like I said, the big eyes, they're, they're very playful, and that's uh, what kids, uh, you know, are, are looking for, you know, that's, it, motorcycles are fun, and uh, they don't have to be big, scary things that are just in the garage, so that, that's great. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. Um, and we actually even, you know, on that note from the industry, uh, earlier this month, um, Jamie Howe, who is one of the on-air personalities with Moto America, she lives here in Georgia up in Flowery ba Branch. So I rode up there on my Ducati. Uh, Jamie bought 114 adventure books. And <laughs> I, I did a reading to all four of the first grade classes. And then after uh, we did the reading, those kids came out and uh, we had them, I had them for the three classes. I just had them gather around my motorcycle and it had cooled off. So they're just touching it. And I'm just, hey, go ahead and touch it. And then for her son's class, actually, we put each kid on the motorcycle and let them sit on it for a second. And, you know, it's those little moments uh, that you just don't know what kind of impact that's going to have on kids. Uh, I think one of the things that we've kind of figured out over the last five years is that in our opinion, and this is anecdotal, I hope somebody does a study on it one day, but if you ask motorcycle riders out there, you know, hey, you know, what inspired you uh, to become a motorcycle rider? I would offer at least 90%, if not 95%, we'll sit there and say, well, when I was a kid, and it's, I think most motorcycle riders can trace that inspiration back to a childhood experience or memory. And if we as adults can provide those moments of inspiration, those, and again, it doesn't have to be a lot. Uh, it could be a kid taking home a, one of our books, could be a kid sitting on, uh, on my motorcycle. Um, but those little things uh, mean a lot. And the more that I think we as uh, motorcycle riders, as an industry can uh, seed the, uh, the, you know, fertilize the ground out there with those sorts of experiences for children, uh, I think it only bodes well for the industry uh, going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, like you're talking about, you know, there's the, if there's the kid zone at the Moto America races, there's the, uh, there's the kid zone at uh, the IMS outdoor shows. And, you know, I've been to a couple of those this year and to see the kids playing around on the course on their, their striders. Um, Stasic has some bikes that they can do the a little electric bike and get the propulsion feel. And, uh, you know, there's, there's just a way in which the, the, the experience is trying to make it as, as uh, user-friendly for children. But then, I mean, even at things, you know, I, I think for teenagers and, um, you know, young adults and some people that have never had an experience riding, uh, the Discover the Ride experience at uh, IMS Outdoors is, uses like zero motorcycles that are, they are speed and uh, limited to where people can get the um, experience of riding a motorcycle without the intimidation factor. And so it really seems like there's quite a bit of a, a groundswell of, of effort where, you know, it's whether it's, you know, book materials, it's, it's riding programs, learning to ride just to get more and more people involved in motorcycling and, um, you know, maybe off their screens and out doing stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's great. So uh, what's what's next? You said that you've got your third book. You've got that in Kindle form now. Will there be a a, a hard 
print, you know, a printed version of that coming out in the near future? Yeah, we will definitely have a hardcover in the very near future. Um, right now, we have produced some snuggle monkeys. We call them snuggle monkeys. They're just uh, plush toys, but they're large, so they're about a pound each. Mimi or Moto or both, and uh, they are currently available from our website. And they go like they're really, really hot item right now. So people love to have, um, you know, something they can hold. So especially children, they they like to carry around their stuffed animals. So sure. we had a long development um, together with a you know with the people who make those. So there were several iteration of uh, you know of making these perfect and looking really. Uh, beautiful, just like Mimi and Moto in the book. So now they are 3D, you can hold them, you can go to bed with them and snuggle up. So I think um, that is something exciting um, we have right now. Then we also have, you know, some good ideas for kids, uh, which are still babies. So we have onesies as well, selling onesies now. And uh, what, what else? We have some Christmas ornaments, which are available from the website. And we're working with a local, um, Mark, what are they called? Remind me. Uh, we found uh, some artists here in town, Kismet Craft Studios, and they did, uh, we've got a really cool laser engraver, Greg. So last year we did some Christmas ornaments that were laser engraved out of wood. And then this year we did uh, a different version and they've actually laser engraved some of our uh, characters into a clear acrylic plastic. Um, you know, I think, you know, kind of continue what Nancy's saying. I think part of, you know, we look at the books um, really as the foundation of our brand, um, but we also recognize that we want to, uh, you know, as Nancy said, bring Mimi and Moto sort of to life. You know, the, the snuggle monkeys are one part of that, um, figuring out a way to animate the characters and bring them to life like that, you know. And again, I think it's important for us as we do these things to, um, to be cognizant of, you know, the audience, which is not just the children, but, you know, ultimately it, it's got to be cool and fun for the parents and the grandparents who are, are looking at this stuff and wanting to bring it into their homes for their kids. So I think it's really trying to, uh, you know, it just really kind of keep growing the brand um, and recognizing that, you know, the books are the foundation and then, you know, what can we do from those books and, you know, whether it's merchandise, products, uh, would certainly love to get into the event space a little bit more and sort of take that kid zone thing and uh, create something maybe that we can actually bring that to other events, other races, dealerships, um, and just keep really just trying to build the brand, um, you know, one, one step at a time, one book at a time, and, and really, I think also to uh, one fan at a time, you know, uh, I think we recognize that as uh, Mimi and Moto becomes a part of uh families and motorcyclists that, um, that it doesn't go away, you know, kids, you know, believe it or not, kids keep being born and, uh, and as motorcycles family and grow, uh, that's what we're trying to do is really just trying to be a, uh, a resource for them to, to kind of spark the imagination of their kids. And, and man, we're, we're very open to any good idea. If it seems like a cool idea, we're certainly willing to, to discuss it and try it. That's cool. Well, you had mentioned that, you know, like the your most recent book about the uh, the Meteors book, it's First Gear, and that, you know, obviously it lends itself to being a series of books, you know, first through sixth gear. But you've mentioned a couple times about, you know, um, being animated. Is that something that you are trying to put into the works is maybe to have a like a cartoon type series or a little short uh, animated film or movie uh, with Mimi and Moto? 
Uh, short answer is yes. Uh, yeah. I guess the, the question with that is, uh, is how to get there. And, yeah. and really, I think right. for us, uh, a first step there was, uh, was writing first gear. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's out, uh, you can get it on Amazon Kindle, you can also download a PDF version uh, from our website, which is text only, uh, we are working to design that, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, maybe late first quarter next year, early second quarter. But that is, uh, it's always been uh, something that we've wanted to get to, but you know, you have to uh, got to walk before you run, right? Yeah. So I think part of what we've done, um, we've had a little, a few conversations here and there about it, but nothing very serious. I think we've also kind of recognized um, the more we can do on our own, um, the more books we can get out there, the more relationships that we can build. Uh, it only makes it that much better for us when we do have those conversations. So yeah, it's app. I would probably say certainly I would let we would like to try in twenty two to uh, to just take some more concrete steps there. Uh, you know we've we've been chatting a little bit with Michael Hale. He's got a he's got a cool little caricature of himself that he uses on all of his social media. And uh, I was sitting around one day. And I just took I, on a PowerPoint, I just took that image and then I threw a bunch of our images around it and I sent it to him and, uh, and he loved it. And I think he sees what we're sort of seeing. So we may do something with Michael where hey, we'll just do a little short, you know, something, uh, nothing too, too long and just start that process going. You know, I think one of the things that would really help us out as we get into that process is to connect with uh, motorcycle riders who are parents who work in television and film, because these are people that, I, we don't have to really explain to them a lot about why we're trying to do what we're trying to do. They, they get it. They ride motorcycles and they have kids. And um, so again, I think this uh, first gear is a really, I think a, a big first step for us because we, we've made an attempt to kind of create some sort of world. Uh, you know, once you create that world, it gives other people some, uh, some meat to chew on and, and their creative brains start going. And that's, I think, to get something on the scale that we'd like to get it done, it's definitely gonna require us finding like-minded people who, who can see the vision that we see for it. Um, and again, I think also too, we wanna we want do something that's as appealing for kids to sit and watch as it would be for an adult to sit and watch. We'd like anything that we do, animating Mimi and Moto to really bridge the gap from that imaginary kids cartoon world and bridge the gap to the world that we occupy as motorcyclists. And, and if it can appeal, if something would be cool to sit down and watch, it would be fun for kids to watch, but really cool for adults to watch. Right. That's, I think, really where we want to try to go with uh, animating them. Well, I mean, you know, any of the best cartoons, you know, I remember watching like Bugs Bunny cartoons with my dad as a kid. And it's like, they always, the best animated, you know, cartoons and films always work on those two levels. It's like, it's like there's a, you know, there's the initial appeal for children. Uh, it's simple enough for them to understand. It's very visual, but that, you know, it can be appealing across a, uh, an entire age range. There can be those sort of inside jokes that only adults would really understand. Um, but, um, you know, that, uh, it, like I said, it's something that uh, adults uh, can, can learn as uh, enjoy as well. So, uh, you know, I have to say, I, I, I commend both of you for being, figuring out a way to like, you know, take something that you're interested in. I mean, your, your parents, uh, your motorcyclists, uh, you came up with an idea of something like how can you combine the two uh, you, of your interests as, as, uh, and come up with something that uh, in the world of motorcycling that a lot of people would love. I mean, I feel very fortunate to be able to work in the motorcycle industry to get paid to do 
something in an area that I love so that you guys have not only created one book, but multiple books and that you guys have a, um, it's been embraced by the industry, but also, like I said, you've, you've created a brand, you've been creating characters and um, uh, you've got uh, the, 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 um, the plush toys. And so uh, Nancy had mentioned, these are available on your website. I know we've got, you know, for example, this, this is, uh, we're getting close to the holidays time. People are always looking for gifts for children and things like that. So what is your website for? It's www.mimiandmoto.com. And Mimi is spelled with an M-I-M-I and then Moto, like you think, M-O-T-O. So. Okay. Well, we'll definitely And then you can. Go ahead. Yeah, you can find uh, different resources uh, on our website. Uh, you can print out some uh, coloring pages with Mimi and Moto on them. And then also um, videos and just other resources we have uh, provided for our fans. Well, awesome. So, so the books, the, um, the, the plush toys, the, uh, t-shirts and, and onesies, all that stuff, Christmas ornaments, all that stuff available through your website. That is correct. Yes, yeah. Sir. Just, just go to Mimi and And actually we just uh, updated the site probably about a month or so ago. So we've kind of just made it a, a little bit easier of a shopping experience. So, uh, yeah, everything is there. Uh, we've got book bundles. We've got the snuggle monkey bundle, uh, the ornaments, the t-shirts, the onesies, uh, and again, we'll, we'll, we're going to keep adding to that catalog, and it, it's uh, it's just a lot of fun. But, you know, as you know, it's it's just a matter of sort of sitting around going, all right, well, what do we do next? Right. Um, and that's all we we've been doing that for five years, and and uh, have every intention to continue and, and just keep building our little our little motorcycle monkey empire. Well, hey, I want to thank you both for doing something that I think is great for the industry. Again, you know sharing a, a positive mes me message of motorcycling. I mean, it's, I still find it strange to this day that we still are sort of dealing with this mindset from a lot of people that, you know, motorcycles are bad and, and, and uh, you know, they're dangerous is, is that, you know, they are, you know, what I found encouraging is that during the COVID pandemic, when a lot of people were stuck at home, people were buying small dirt bikes and motorcycles. They were getting out as a family. They were doing that as an activity. And hopefully that's something that people continue to do um, it is a great thing that uh, you can share with your children. Motorcycling, it's not just something you have to wait until you're an adult. So being able to send out that message and, and, and share it with a wider audience that, hey, motorcycles are interesting and they're fun, um, get kids interested in them at a young age. It's, uh, it's exactly in line with what you were talk we've talked about, Ryan McFarland, you know, getting kids interested in two wheels, uh, whatever that means at a young age, because if you're a bicyclist, you're more likely to become a motorcyclist if you're uh, aware of motorcycles, then you'll look out for them. And I mean, every time I'm at a stoplight and a kid walks through a, uh, a crosswalk, you know, it's their eyes are like, you know, dinner plates, they're always excited. And so, uh, again, I appreciate you guys doing what you do for, for the industry. So thank, thank you. you, Greg. We appreciate it. Thank you. Well, hey, like I said, we'll have uh, links to your website in the show notes. I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. Uh, folks, I hopefully uh, they're listening, you know, if you've got young people in your life, family members, neighbors, whatever, go out, get, get a book, uh, you know, get a plush toy, get whatever you can uh, at mimiandmoto.com. Uh, be a great gift for the holidays. So thanks for coming on the show and for the Writer Magazine Insider Podcast. I'm Greg Drevenstead. Thanks for listening and keep the rubber side down. If you've enjoyed listening to the Writer Magazine Insider Podcast, please subscribe, leave us a positive rating and tell your friends. 
We also encourage you to visit ridermagazine.com where you can get the latest in motorcycle news and reviews and sign up for our free weekly newsletter. You can also subscribe to print and digital editions of Rider Magazine, which is published 12 times a year. Thanks again for listening.